Hello and welcome to Mystical Frequency. I am your host, Jen, also known as Celestial Light Witch, and my pronouns are they, them. I am an intuitive card reader and spiritual practitioner. This podcast is all about spirituality, energy work, tarot, astrology, and all the mystical things in the universe. Every week, we talk about mystical topics as we try to grasp the understanding of the universe and our human journey. We'll have some guests share their take on their spirituality, because as we all know, everyone's journey and practices never look the same. I'm excited to share this space with you and open our minds together through this journey called life. Now on to the show. Hello everyone, welcome back to Mystical Frequency. My name is Jen, my pronouns are they, them, and I'm also known as Celestial Light Witch. I am so happy you are here today because we have a very exciting episode today that is all about being a Mexican witch, which is who and what I am. One of the main reasons I wanted to talk about this topic is because I have been on both sides of the coin. As some of you may know, I was raised extremely Catholic and I grew up in a very Catholic Mexican household. And I'm really grateful because my mom always gave me and my siblings the freedom to believe in whatever we wanted to believe. But because I was in my house and because it was somewhat of my culture, being part of the church was kind of just ingrained in me. And that's all I really had. I was always extremely extremely spiritual and I thought being spiritual meant being religious it meant feeling things and knowing things and prayer made me feel so at peace and it made me feel heard in some capacity and at the same time I also didn't and couldn't make sense of certain things I remember being in catechism for my confirmation and we were asking our teacher what happened to people who didn't know about jesus in their lifetime did they go to hell simply because they didn't choose to follow jesus simply because they lacked resources in their lifetime and the answer was always very confusing and it didn't make sense to me it also didn't make sense to me that most of the most wonderful people in my life happened to be gay and the concept of someone being gay in the church meant that they would, in quotes, end up in hell. And that to me didn't make sense because I knew people that were in the church that were devoted Catholics. And I quote that <laughs> devoted Catholics, devoted Christians and followed Jesus. And I'm making quotes right now with my hands. But they were some of the most judgmental the most controlling and the most hypocritical people I ever knew. And one plus one did not equal two to me. <laughs> and that's what kind of started to draw me back away from the church. A lot of things just didn't make sense. And, and in this episode, I simply just kind of want to simplify my definition of what being a witch is and what being a Mexican witch means to me. And I have a book that I will be referencing throughout that episode. And this book is called The Mexican Witch Lifestyle. And this book is written by Valeria Ruelas. 
Shout out to my little brother who purchased this book for me at Tarot Arts in South Pasadena. We were walking around the store. It was my first time in there. And he told me he wanted to buy me something. And I was like looking at the decks and I was like, okay, maybe I'll get a deck. And then he comes up to me with this book and he's like, look, it's you, a Mexican witch. <laughs> and so that was kind of my sign that I had to purchase this book and it's incredibly helpful information it talks all about astrology it talks about crystals it has spells on there it has definitions of different vocabulary in the Mexican witch realm and it's just extremely helpful and a great source of information so what is brujería let's talk about it so in this book, I'm quoting Valeria Ruelas, and the quote is, Brujería is the practice of natural, psychic, astral, and spiritual magic, end quote. Quotes, Brujería rejects the notion of white and black or evil and good magic for a set of more open ancestral views, end quote. Quotes, Generally, the practitioner doesn't cater to a single religious institution or even to any gods or spirits in particular if they want that total freedom from that. And that is the main reason I fell in love with witchcraft was simply because it's all about taking your power back and remembering how powerful you are, how powerful each and every single one of us are. Maybe some of you are asking, how did you know you were a witch? Well, I dug deep and I listened to my intuition. I listened to the fact that I was always so connected to Mama Gaia, to Mother Earth. I was so connected to plants and herbs and herbal healing. And I grew up with that. My mom was huge on healing with herbs, healing with teas. And so was my grandma. I remember being a kid, being sick, and my grandma was visiting. And she literally put tomatoes on my tummy. <laughs> and you might think that's crazy. I had a fever, and she said, the tomatoes absorb your fever. And sure enough, they did. And I'm sure some of you have heard about putting onion at the bottom of your feet and then putting a sock and then, you know, taking the onion out the next day and, like, it kills the infection you might be fighting. So all of that is herbalism. All of that is working with nature, working with plants, working with food. And that's all witchcraft, y'all. <laughs> Without even knowing, we're doing witchcraft every single day. And the simple belief of believing in magic. Believing in magic was always part of me. I always believed that what I envisioned could happen. Think of it of like a Matilda moment, just believing and making it happen. And I, I am a true believer that the more you believe in magic, the more powerful the outcome will be and the more effective it will be. That's essentially what being a witch is. <laughs> That's essentially what it is. I was also very connected to the moon and the stars and astrology that was always something that was kind of unbelievable to me i was always intrigued by the concept of astrology by the concept of the stars and just the thought of 
being somewhere in space was something that I would think about a lot. Gazing into the moonlight. That is a spiritual experience. That is you, your soul remembering that maybe you were a witch in many past lives. And don't get me wrong. It took a while for me to accept this fact of myself. It took me a while to accept that I was a witch. And a lot of it had to do with decolonizing my beliefs, my belief system, my religious background, my culture. Growing up in a Catholic household, the concept of doing tarot and the concept of witchcraft and channeling energies was something that was very frowned upon and something that the church and religion really demonized and talked down about and it was very talked down about and so I feared it for a very long time heck I fucking feared it up until the point I started my enlightenment and if you haven't listened to the episode about my enlightenment I recommend you go back and so you may ask me how did I lose the fear I mean everything started to make sense that was the first thing all the questions I had unanswered in church all started to make sense because spirituality started to answer the questions I always had I started to educate myself on what it was to truly be a spiritual being what it really was to be a witch. What I was taught about witchcraft was nothing even close to what it actually is. I began to realize that magic was real and that I had a say in what happened in my life. It wasn't all up to this white man in the sky with a beard that was sitting on a throne that would, you know, grant me access to heaven or send me to hell and burn forever shit didn't make sense what what kind of god does that what kind of god is egotistical and says believe in me or you will rot in hell that's not who i think god is i think i see god in everybody i think i see beauty in every single human being that walks this planet i have more compassion for human beings more now than I ever did being a Catholic, being a Christian. I much rather live life in this way. I simply came to realize that what I was starting to understand when it came to becoming a spiritual person and a spiritual being and a witch was simply going back to my ancestral roots, going back to the belief systems of my ancestors. Now let's chat a little bit about what it is to be Mexican first and foremost to me. Being Mexican means that I do carry colonizer blood, but I also carry indigenous blood. And that can kind of put me in a place of identity crisis because I want to embrace my indigenous roots. I cherish them deeply and they're rooted deep in me all while having the privilege of walking around the world as a white Mexican. Me being a spiritual person has really brought me closer 
to the people that were here before me in my lineage and what they have gone through. Since I was a kid, I was always so curious about my lineage and about who was here before me. Who are my grandparents, my great-grandparents, my great-great-grandparents, my great-great-great-grandparents? That always intrigued me for some reason. And I never knew why until I became spiritual. And throughout the years, we've learned to collect some information from ancestry and from great aunts that are on both sides of my family, but particularly my mom's side. I know a lot more about my mom's side. I'm going to chat a little bit about how far back I know of, which is my great, great, great grandma, who was part of a indigenous tribe in Arizona called the Yaki tribe. And I actually have a picture of my great, great, great grandma, as well as my great grandmother's mother, which was my great, great grandma. And I will post it on my Instagram so you all can see who they are and what they look like. And I also have images from when my great grandma was little. You see both of her parents and it's my great great grandma who was starting to look white. So I'm assuming her father was the colonizer that, you know, dove into our lineage. And then my great great grandma's husband, who was my great great grandpa, was also a white man. So that's what being Mexican can be. And it could look many different ways. A lot of people have this stereotype of what Mexicans are and what we look like. And the truth is, Mexico is a colonized country. So we all look different. There's Afro Mexicans, there's Chinese Mexicans, there's all types of Mexicans, y'all. We look all different types of ways. Let me tell you. Nonetheless, um, I was getting to the point, which is just getting back to my indigenous roots, really embracing what my ancestors were all about. And I really wish I could dive deeper in knowing a little bit more. But when I was in college, one of the first classes I took was a Mexican American, I'm sorry, a Mexican art history class. And I learned a lot about the Aztecs and I was just intrigued by them and me becoming spiritual is simply me embracing that part of my lineage because I know it's in there. I know it's in there. It has to be. So essentially that's what it means to me. So some of you may be asking like how does my family take the fact that I'm a witch? Well, let me tell you when I when I say that I am surprised by how supportive they are. I like I said, both my parents were extremely Catholic, extremely religious, but my mom really gave us the liberty to believe in whatever we wanted to believe. My dad, not so much, but my dad ended up becoming spiritual as well. He still identifies as a Catholic, but he's extremely spiritual and he believes in what I do. He embraces that I'm a Reiki practitioner. He embraces that what I do is something good to him. That's how he sees it. And I mean, honestly, not very long ago, he found out that I read tarot, which I honestly was scared for him to find out. And turns out he thinks it's cool. He wants me to read his cards, which is mind boggling to me. But 
I'm embracing it. I will take it. (laughs) So overall, my close-knit family is very supportive. I do have a lot of religious family members like outside of my immediate family that I know think that what I'm doing is evil or bad or that I I don't know. I don't know what they think about what I do, but I truly do not care. I genuinely do not care so long as they respect the fact that these are my beliefs and the same way I respect their beliefs that's how I wish for them to respect mine. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not holding anyone against their will and I'm not doing anything wrong. So let that be it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And another question that I'm sure you're asking yourself is, can anyone be a witch? Can you be a witch? And the answer is yes, my love. If you feel drawn to setting intentions making magic, if you connect to the moon, to the stars, to earth, to plants, to everything that is part of this world and outside of our world, then yes, be a witch. Be whatever you want to be. Even if you don't want to identify as a witch, you could be whoever you want to be. I just, I don't know, when I, when I started to call myself a witch, I just, it just felt right, to be honest with you and you'll know you'll know when it's right for you to identify as a witch if that's what you want (laughs) you know and that kind of leaves me to the point of why is the word witch so stigmatized again it's due to colonization religious beliefs and normalizing the term breaks colonial thinking Normalizing gets us out of denying our ancestry. Embracing our witchy gifts will help us embrace and strengthen our gifts. It helps you call your power back within yourself. And I think that is one of the core reasons it was taken away from us. Because what is society with power to a system that we live under? when we no longer carry fear imagine how scary it is to whoever is running the world that us knowing that we actually do have a say we actually do have a say in how we take care of mother gaia we actually do have a say on manifesting whatever we want to manifest into our lives the stigma is simply coming from colonial fear. So I guess the main reason I feel compelled to contribute to a society of destigmatizing the word witch, bruja, brooks, is because I want all of us to call our power back. I want all of us to have a say in who we are, in being and walking this life the way we want it to be. That is one of the biggest reasons I chose to have witch in my business name. I wanted to destigmatize the word. That's the main reason I did that. And it bites me in the ass. Yes. Some people are still scared. Even if they're spiritual, some people are still scared of witchcraft. To some people, the word witchcraft feels 
nasty. It feels dirty. It feels evil when it's truly not. And so that leaves me into giving you homework. And really, I want you to contemplate on what the word witch, what the word witchcraft makes you feel. And do you truly understand what it is? And is it what you always thought it was? I leave you with that thought. And on that note, I am going to pull a message for you all. So let's see what message Spirit has to say. I'm going to pull some cards. First card. We got the Ten of Cups. Okay, that's a great card to come to after (laughs) the Mercury Retrograde. (laughs) I got the Four of Swords after. And then the Two of Pentacles. So I feel like you're you're finally in this place of a sigh of relief after some heavy energy, after a lot of shifts and maybe a lot of cycles. You are finally in a place where you can breathe and embrace the little things in life, the simple things in life, the roof you have over your head, the food you carry in your belly, the people that you have in your life, and even being in nature. And this comes after a period of time of contemplation. It comes from, it comes back from a time of meditation. Maybe some of you may have experienced some anguish, some stress. Now it's put you to this place of the two of pentacles where you're weighing your options. You are kind of making strategic changes and strategic decisions for your next move. Because you are getting out of this place of contemplation and having to make a decision for something. And what is that something? This something is this energy of the judgment card, which is being vulnerable, being true to yourself, being in a place of completion and a place of knowing truths. You're no longer blinding yourself. You're finally listening to your intuition. You're not listening to what others think or what others' opinions are anymore. You know the truth. You have the knowledge. And I think this ties into this whole concept of witchcraft. And if you had a similar experience to me where you once thought being a witch was a certain way and now you're coming to the conclusion that everything you believed witchcraft was is simply not what you thought it was. You're finally listening to your intuition. You're finally embracing your powers. You're finally embracing your gifts. And to that, I say congratulations and welcome. (laughs) What a beautiful message to end on. (laughs) I hope that this episode brought you some clarity. Maybe if you had questions, brought some peace into your heart. And if you have this inkling or curiosity to pick up a tarot deck, to light a candle and set an intention, to make your first little spell jar, I encourage you to embrace that energy and really call on to your intuition in taking those steps. Because I think... One of the most crucial parts about being someone who has a practice in witchcraft is simply 
basing things off of your intuition because deep down you already know what to do you can follow a book you can follow guidance but essentially you carry your own power to your own practice my love so embrace it and listen to your heart listen and tap into your heart so i hope this episode found you well i hope it was helpful and and filled with information for you and maybe brought some clarity i'm so grateful that you stuck around for this episode and i will be back next week for a whole new show bye Thank you for tuning in to Mystical Frequency. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and follow the podcast and share this with someone you love. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Celestial Light Witch as well as TikTok at Celestial Light Witch. Tune in next week for a whole new show.